Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture every Tuesday, okay? I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Okay, you guys, I'm so excited for you to hear my interview with Jackie Goldschneider. We obviously talk about, you know, from Real Houses of New Jersey. We obviously talk about all our drama with Teresa this season. And I mean, that's basically this season has been mostly about that, you know, little vicious rumor that Teresa spread. Oh, she didn't spread. She just told it to people. Oh, just because she cares about. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm sorry, Teresa. I'm secretly scared of you. No, but actually, you guys, (laughs) I'm such a fraud bravoholic because I legit only watch Real Housewives of New Jersey and Real Housewives of New York, I think because of where I freaking live, which is obviously New York. I'm so bad at binging that, you know, I heard Potomac is so good and I heard Dallas is so good and I heard Atlanta is so good. But that would mean for me starting from season one, episode one, and that would be a lot. That would be like a lot. But I'm also super busy, was super busy with The Bachelor season of Matt James. Oh my God, you guys. What a freaking finale we had. So there was two parts. There was the finale and then there was after the final rose, which is ATFR, which you're dumb batch host was like, why are they calling it after? Why are they spelling after wrong? No, bitch. It's um, the acronym for after the final rose. Anyway, so we'll get to the after the final rose in a second. But the finale. So a lot of people thought I was like pissed at Matt James because of the after the final rose. No, it was the finale that pissed me off. Why? Because I'm an old fashioned bitch. Like I want the engagement at the end. So does Chris Harrison. It's like, okay, no one, you know, cares about what he wants anymore. But Literally, let me sum it up for you. Matt's mom comes and listen, don't I know the bond with your mom when it's, you know, a single mom that raised you mostly by herself. But the mom was like actually really nice to the girls and was down with them and whatever. But the mom just told him like one really generic line of, you know, love is a fickle. Or love is not everything. And then Matt goes into this spiral of emotions and it's like, <gasps> love it. What is wrong with you? Like, did you, are you three? 
Like, what did you think? Or what I'm thinking happened is that he really rode on that to get away with not proposing at the end of this. Because how nice is it to be single at the end with Tyler C hitting on chicks, you know, like and who thought from the beginning that Tyler C's bunk bed roommate wants to get married and have babies. I want people on the show who want to get married and have babies a la Lauren Burnham and Ari. That's my shit. I don't care. I want marriage and I want babies. Um, call me old fashioned. Call me conservative. That's what the show is about. It's not let's get Instagram followers and date and break up. What? Why would I invest so much of myself in a whole season for a couple not to even end up together? And if you're not getting engaged even because couples that get engaged barely get married. So you think couples that leave together dating will get fucking married? What are we on Bachelor and fucking paradise? Like it makes me super angry that so that's why I was so angry. I was super angry at the finale because I do feel like Matt used his mom's little like just love isn't everything and literally blew it up. And I feel like Chris Harrison was so over it. He was like, wow, what your mom said to you really got to you, huh? What the hell was that, you guys? Ah, that pissed me off. But Michelle, you know, broke my freaking heart. She was so broken over there over Matt breaking up with her. She had those little shirts made of Mr. and Mrs. James. I was dying. And she is so pure, you guys. She is way too good for the franchise. I was I was getting anxiety when he was breaking her heart and she seemed like it came out of left field and she was so sure they were so in love. Except what I don't get, and I put this on my stories, I feel like, not that I have much experience anymore in this area just because I've been with the same person for 10 years. But don't when people get together, don't they like bounce off of each other's feelings? Like, oh, he likes me. So I like him or like him. Like, how does one person feel in love, ready for marriage and babies? And the other person's like, what's your name? Like, how does that happen? And that's what it seemed like. Like Michelle was making shirts and having babies and he was like not feeling you. But I have to say in Matt's events, I from the side and if you follow along in my recap said this, like I feel like he sees in Michelle more of a friend and I didn't see the sexual chemistry, but we could make the really easy joke that the most sexual chemistry he had on the show was with his mom. Did you see him caressing her leg with his giant hands? up and down, up and down, up and down. And when I say leg, I mean inner thigh. I mean inner thigh, you guys. Anyway, so that was a lot. Then he breaks up with Michelle. That breaks my freaking heart. Later in the after the final rose, we find out that Michelle wanted to speak with him again. She wanted clarity. You know what he didn't give her? That fucking chance. So how won't I be mad at Matt James that he couldn't give Michelle a chance to get her closure? That pissed me off. Then Rachel who in the finale is so obsessed with him is like, I never felt this way. He is God walking this earth. Okay. Doesn't get a proposal. No more than that. Not only does she not get a proposal, she doesn't get her day date. She doesn't get her freaking day date that she was promised. Okay. She <laughs> gets a Chris Harrison just sliding on on her door. Yes. In a very creepy way, you guys, and telling her that Matt needs time. I would walk. I've said this before. My ego is a way too large to go on The Bachelor. And I weigh too much for the run and jump. But uh, and there's so many other reasons that I can't go on The Bachelor. But one of them is my ego is way too big. I could not. If they were like, Amanda, Matt is not coming. I'd be like, 
fuck it. There would be like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I'd, be like, I'd be Victoria. I'd be Queen Victoria when she left. And she's like, yeah, I'm too good for you. I'm a joy. That would be me. Speaking of Queen Victoria, I'm trying to get her on the pod. Um, I know a lot of people don't feel the same way. Some people thought she was being a bully, but she was my source of entertainment for this season. And we needed that in this season. You guys, we hear so much in our lives about weight loss, about getting healthy, getting fit, how to do it, what's right, what's good. There's so much out there. So I just want to tell you about the most important one right now. It's called Noom. Noom's Healthy Weight Program is a comprehensive wellness plan with food, exercise, and mental health aspects built in. The idea is to change our behaviors so we're not only taking the weight off, but maintaining the weight loss long term because you know what's harder than losing weight? Say it with me, maintaining the freaking weight. Story of my freaking life. I can lose the weight, but can I freaking maintain it? Is my relationship with food healthy and where it should be? Do I get angry with myself if I eat something that's not, you know, healthy one day? We all need help getting better with eating better to feel better, understanding our cravings, knowing how to shop for food, knowing that no food is bad. We all are also looking to have more energy through the foods we eat. Um, We all want to like exercising, right? Noom is a program that does all of that. Okay, you guys. So based in psychology, Noom teaches you why we make the choices that we do and gives us the tools to replace our habits with healthier ones. Noom knows that we're all busy, so it doesn't demand too much of our time. It's 10 minutes a day, and the program really does work. There is a science to getting healthier, you guys. It's called Noom. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash not skinny. Learn how to eat again with noom.com slash not skinny. N-O-O-M dot com slash not skinny and sign up for your trial. So the the finale ends with Matt being like, sorry, no day date for you. Like, oh my God, imagine you're in Nima Colon. You're alone in that fucking room. You got all dressed up. You did your hair. You did your cat eyeliner. And then they're like, bang. And you hang out with the producer all day. And I don't know what the fuck you do. But then literally, <laughs> they still made him do the Neil Lane, like sit down where he like looks at the ring longingly. Then I think he even goes with the box, uh, the ring in his pocket. And I think I even saw Rachel eyeing it. And of course, Chris Harrison has to do the thing of like, do you know what you're going to do? And he's like, no, I'll feel it out. Like, oh, please, you know what you're going to do. And that's not propose and pretend that it's because your mom said that love is fickle. But Rachel's down. She's like, okay, that's fine. So that's what I was pissed about. I was pissed about yet another season ending in the um, non-traditional bachelor way, which has become the freaking norm. And then, you know, I did see the spoilers IRL that they broke up, um, even though I don't I don't like spoiling. So I didn't tell anybody that I saw that. But I saw the spoilers from the beginning that Rachel wins. And I saw the spoilers that they're no longer together. And obviously we could have assumed that it was because of everything going on with Rachel and uh, her racist past and, you know, going to the antebellum themed party. 
and everything else that was floating around the internet. And at the after the final wrote, yes, I have to think about it every time I say you guys, because I'm like, something's wrong with me. Oh, first of all, loved Emmanuel Echo. And I think that he spoke so well on this, a very sensitive subject. And you know what? Even if Chris Harrison wasn't put aside, I feel like he couldn't have navigated that conversation as well just by him being white. I think Emmanuel did such a good job, even in those tight clothes. He he did really, really good. And I think that when he said to Rachel things that I felt like maybe Matt, you know, if Matt said those things, it would feel really nice for her. Not that he has to, but Emmanuel said that there is a difference that he likes to distinguish between being racist or being racially ignorant, which he thinks Rachel was by going to that party, by not knowing what it means and, you know, how awful celebrating something like that is. And it seemed like Matt, who didn't say anything, you guys, Matt literally did awkward pauses, like 17 minutes of awkward pauses, which in retrospect, Emmanuel posted to his Instagram that he had Rachel sit across Michelle and talk it out because Michelle was super hurt by Rachel. And we didn't get to see that, but we got to see Matt's beard and his long ass pauses. Um, So the same way he wouldn't give uh, Michelle uh, time to speak after he let her go on the season. Emmanuel was like, how about you and Rachel hug? And he wouldn't hug her, which again, his prerogative, he's super hurt by her. And I feel like you guys, there may have been more behind the scenes that we don't know because his, her, her public apology obviously wasn't enough for him. And not only is he saying, listen, which makes sense. I can't be with you because I'm a black man. And obviously from your past, you don't get what that means. And how am I going to raise babies with you? You have a lot more work to do. And I don't want to be around for that work. He wouldn't really even let her hold his hand. Or like I said, Emmanuel was like one last embrace. And he was like, not into it. And she was like, I just want to be near you. So I think, yes, I know a lot of people feel very strongly about this, that Matt, you know, obviously is so hurt by her and he cannot forgive her and he cannot move on. He cannot be with someone that doesn't get it. And you know what? What do you mean cannot? He can not want to be with someone that doesn't get it. That is his freaking prerogative and his right. I think I personally wish I heard more from him, but I it did feel like he was alluding to maybe Rachel not getting it at the beginning and him having to like really explain and maybe, you know, behind the scenes wasn't exactly, you know, what she was putting forth on her social media. But anyway, another Bachelor season ended with nothing. Do we even care that Claire and Dale are back together? Because they are. They're like kissing on the streets with their masks because they're tools. But we also got two Bachelorettes announced. Katie and Michelle. I'm super excited about Michelle. I, I think from what I understand, the reason there are two Bachelorettes is because Michelle wants to wait till the summer to film because she is a teacher, which is so freaking cute. So I wonder if that's the sole reason they decided to bring Katie in and do two freaking Bachelorettes. Also, Chris Harrison is still being aside. They're not calling it fired. He's still being st- stepped aside. And we heard that Caitlin Bristow and Tasha are going to be not hosting, but supporting the Bachelorettes, which 
is such a weird thing. What is going on? Like, why aren't they calling it hosting? But then Caitlin Bristow did um, questions on her Instagram and she said, I don't get why people are thinking it's hosting. It's not. It's supporting. And she kind of explained that it would be like helping Katie, like she would be helping Katie make a decision. So it seems like and sounds like Caitlin is helping Katie and Tasha is helping Michelle. So the white girl helping the white girl and the black girl helping the black girl. I don't know. I think ABC is really trying, but let's see how that rolls the frick out. Because Bachelor Nation is still still under uh, hot water. That's how I feel. Anyway, you guys, so much more happening in our celeb world, which obviously you can always follow along on my Instagram for all, for all of that news. We have uh, the Kardashians. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Final season is out. We have Kravis you know, new uh, pap photos of them hugging, which, you know, warms my freaking heart. We have Emrata who gave birth, which is such a big discussion on my Instagram now. She gave birth to Sylvester Apollo Bear. And it was funny to me because she did a whole Vogue or New York Times expose on how she is going to have their her her child uh, reveal their own gender at 18. So bitch, that doesn't work that way. They don't only find out at 18. And second of all, pretty sure you named him a really masculine masculine name and pretty sure it's a boy. Anyway, you guys, I am excited for you to hear my interview with Jackie. Enjoy it. Always feel free to binge past episodes if you haven't. They're always fun. Also, please subscribe. Please rate and review. All those things are important, okay? That's how you support me. I support you. You support me. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. Listen, I'm no Haley Bieber. Okay. Even though I try to be and want to be, I actually don't have a stylist and I need help. Okay. Shopping can be so stressful or it can be not stressful if you don't do it and you end up just wearing pajamas all day like me. So that's why Stitch Fix exists and it makes it easy. It does the work for you. So you can spend time doing other things like talking about celebrities and watching reality TV. Okay. Listen, we're going to get back into the real world and we need help to get dressed. Stitch Fix is a super, super, super cool service. Okay. You get basically a hand selected fix. It's called by expert stylists for your unique size, style, and budget. Okay. You get it delivered. Then you decide what you want from that package. You try it on. You look in the mirror. You get the vibe. You keep what you love. You return what you don't. And all with free shipping, easy returns and exchanges, a prepaid return envelope is included. So there's no subscription. You try Stitch Fix once or you set up automatic deliveries and you'll pay $20 for a styling fee for each box, but that $20 gets credited to the pieces you keep. So basically, you're just paying for the pieces you want, but you're actually getting a full box of curated items for your personal style and size. I actually got two amazing pieces from Stitch Fix so far that I love. If you follow me closely on Instagram, you know that I wear my free people sweatpants like every day. And actually from discovering them on uh, Stitch Fix, I just ordered another pair. So go to stitchfix.com slash not skinny to get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. You'll get that 25% off. That's stitchfix.com slash not skinny for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix, stitchfix.com slash I want to introduce you to something that everybody needs in their life. 
which is Adderall, and Compliments, which is also the name of my podcast. I'm Annabelle, and every week I want you to come kiki with me and my hilarious friends as we talk about everything from reality TV to dating fails, mental health. I promise it will make you laugh, and most importantly, it will make you feel so much better about your own life. So come join me and my baby stripper voice every Friday on iTunes, Spotify, and follow me on Instagram at Annabelle Zisisto and give me the greatest gift of all, which is validation. I am so excited for my guest today. She's a repeat guest. She's coming. It's an encore. It's an encore of Jackie Goldschneider, my favorite. And I'm allowed to say that uh, real housewife of New Jersey. I am so excited to be back with you. I love your Instagram. Uh, it's like my favorite thing. Watching your baby. <laughs> watching Noah. Bye, Amanda. Like you're you're. No, dead. I love you too. But he just <laughs> reminds me of when my boys were babies. And oh my God, I miss it so much. I when you were on, I wasn't even pregnant yet. And you I, I won't even forget. You're the one I, I and this is a line I still quote till today because we talked about on our, our first episode, which go listen to it. You guys, if you want to hear Jackie after her first season on uh, New Jersey, you told me all about living in the city mm-hmm. and you were in the city still with your first set of twins. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy. Oh, my God. We had stuff all over the apartment. I remember you, you put it in my head because you were like, Amanda, like we realized one day, like I was lugging the stroller in the elevator, out of the elevator. Like we weren't even taking advantage of the city anymore. And that's why you moved to New Jersey. We're like, we're not even going, we go to the same dinner spot. Like I remember what you said yes. so clearly, it like replayed in my head. It was like a two block radius. We would go to the supermarket, the Italian restaurant across the street, the gym around the corner and like back home. And that was it. And then you were like, and I realized like you want more space. Obviously, you have a lot of space now. Yeah. And and you have two sets of twins, which again, I was so so in a different mind space then. Then I was like, oh, two sets of twins. Now I'm like, how did how does she do it? Oh my God. And Amanda, they're being bar mitzvahed in two weeks. I can't believe it. It all goes so fast. Wait, how does it's it so work? So fast. Because you have a boy and a girl that are twins. And no, no, the, my, my older two are two boys. It's called the B'nai Mitzvah. Yeah. So we're doing it in the house because, you know, COVID. But um, it's still like, I, I just can't believe it. That's why I try not to dwell on like any momentary like drama or anything because I know the big picture and I know life goes fast. And like, I just want to concentrate on the happy moments with my yeah. family. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and your family is so beautiful and you get a lot of love from like Bravo, which I'm so, I, I was a Jackie Stan from the beginning, as you know, Aww. but so many people love you and love your family. Evan gets a lot of like h- hottest Bravo husband. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Does that like flatter you? Or are you like, Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, the, the, the negative voices are very loud, so it's hard to, and I am a sensitive person. I mean, I think everybody knows that. So the negative voices are very loud. So I try not to let them in as much, but I do know that I get so much love and have so many amazing fans and I get so many great compliments and Evan too. And we, we know that. And at the end of the day, we do know that and we appreciate it so much. And he does love it. Yeah. And and he loves being like the hot. Yeah. He gets, he gets yeah. a lot of good memes. He gets yeah, a lot of good memes. Yeah, he does. <laughs> 
So we have to talk about what happened at the beginning of the season, which I was so upset. I watched live for you last night, which doesn't happen. People that listen to me know that I usually record so I cannot watch commercials. Sorry. But and I watched live last night and you I didn't see you in the episode last night because it was Teresa's Mm -hmm. pool party. And that pissed me off. Kind of. No, it's I mean, that was okay. I mean, listen, my thing with the show is that I love being a part of the show, but I am always going to be authentically me. And I don't just do things so that um, there is, you know, some good draw. I mean, I'm going to be myself. And um, I was not going to put myself in a situation where I was showing up, especially with my husband, to the home of somebody who just spread a vicious rumor about my family. Like, that just doesn't make any sense. So I was okay not being a part of last night's episode because that's authentically, I knew that would happen if I didn't go. So I'm not upset about it. It's so wild because people don't get sometimes how reality TV works. And I know you can't say it, but I will. Reality TV, a lot of times, I love believing every second is real too and isn't that everyone's actually friends and they actually were having a pro plot. But a lot of these things are made for the show. And then, you know, a lot of people, when you're not going, you know, you're not going to be part of it. And you're so right. Cause if you went, that's what it would have been. And it was a conscious decision that you made to not put yourself in that situation, which totally makes sense. And you crack me up with your live tweeting. I just posted <laughs> <laughs> where you said about Teresa saying she would have drowned you. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, first of all, I don't, I don't really think that's okay, but you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a lot of, like you can laugh about it. Cause again, it's, it's, she said drowned but I mean, she's a New York, New York uh, times bestselling author of two books, but again, you remain like above it to me. Like, that's how I feel. I think you remain above it. And like I said, it's so easy to go. You could have gone to Lake George. You could have gone to the party. You chose to not go, which you knew would mean not being on that episode or in those scenes. Yeah. Again, you're doing what's best for you and your, yeah. your family. I will just say that I don't skip anything else the rest of the season. though. Yay. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> no, we miss you. I mean, and you know what I like to see, Jackie? It really warmed my heart. And I want to know if you felt the same way. When the, that episode aired where you're, you were having Evan's birthday and Teresa, you know, went around with the rumor, no one went with her. No one. No, was, no would? one. No one. I mean, the irony is that, like, you're taking the most stable and beautiful marriage on the show and trying to crumble it when behind closed doors, there's so much like disaster going on with other people and like. It's just so ironic and silly, but no one believed it. Everyone knows Evan. The one thing I'll say is that when I did the redo party, okay, so I just want to, Evan was really upset about this rumor because he's a good guy. And like, we just like, his family watches, his friends watch. And like, we were after the episode four where I did the redo party, we let it go. But like when I was going around telling people, can you just let him know that like, you know, it's it wasn't like that I was trying to get people to say something they didn't believe. I just wanted him to feel reassured because in reality, when we go home and there's no cameras and we close the door, if Evan doesn't want to be a part of the show, I can't be a part of the show. So unless he's comfortable on it, I, I can't be on it. And I did want to stay on it. So part of that was getting to my husband to a place where he felt comfortable. And that was my one night to do it. And I think in the edit, 
things look like a little silly, <laughs> but you know, my intention was just to get him back to a good place. And we did ultimately do that. So wait, Jackie, you know, did mission you, accomplished. did you, does it, did it feel to you like Evan was like, wait, this is now, you know, like you said, he's, he's in finance. Was he getting to a place where if this hurts, like my reputation and my work, like, were you scared that he wouldn't be down with doing it? because of this. Yeah. I mean, not just because of that. Like our kids did catch on my friends and their kids watched the show together. We were nervous about um, what they were going to hear. You know, they did see us fighting in the house. The reason we were fighting and the reason I was so upset is because it hurt someone I love so much. You know, that's the reason I was upset. So anyone who says, oh, you were so upset, there must be some truth to it. Not at all. Like the same reason that you know, Teresa was upset about Gia, even though that wasn't true. You know, like you're upset when somebody that you love is hurt by something. Of course you are. So, you know, like we knew that a lot of people were going to see this. And like he said, even when there's no truth to it, you know, like 20% of people are like, you know, oh, what did he do? You know, and that's just uncomfortable, especially when you're a good person. And like, I mean, the uh, honestly, we live in a small town. He goes to a small gym. Whether one person, two person, four people heard it and repeat it, it, like if there's if if there was anything happening, like there would be a receipt, there would be a person yeah. who snapped a picture, you know, like there is just nothing. So like, unless you have something, I feel like on a reality show, like just shut the fuck up, you know? Yeah, that's what they said too. And I, I when 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 they were saying this about Evan, and I was like, oh my god, for sure not what I say about my husband, which they're like the same kind of breed is like, I can see him doing something in front of me and be like, he's not though. Like, you know, like it's one of those things where maybe people don't get it that aren't in, like you said, a stable, great knock on wood. I'm Jewish. I have to like knock on wood. Um, marriage is that like you trust the person no matter what. And it's not one of these like, Oh my God, did you hear this? It's like, no, that didn't happen. Point period. Like I trust him with my eyes closed. So, right. And that's why I also didn't get so bothered about what Joe B said, even though I do, you'll see that I do when I find out about it, I get a little bit upset, but, um, just because I didn't want anyone spreading anything that wasn't true, but I don't care how many people say it. I'm like, I've been married to this man for 15 years and I know him, you know, then you have Teresa who clearly hates me saying something. So who am I going to believe? I'm going to believe Teresa you know, who's known me for five minutes. Okay, you guys, you've heard me blab about woo on my Instagram. You've heard me share followers uh, stories about making babies with woo because who doesn't want to revamp their sex vibes and make sure that their downstairs is clean and slippery. Listen, I love clean products. I talk about them all the time as much as possible. So especially what's going in your private areas like your vagina should be made of clean ingredients. And that's why I love Woo because it's made from clean ingredients like coconut oil, stevia, beeswax. That's for their lube, which is called their love oil. And they have it in a to-go thing that's called the quickies. They're little packets for you little thotties. And then they have little to-go packets for their freshies, which are these natural towelettes. Again, nothing chemically in there, all great natural pure ingredients that you could feel confident to wipe away with uh, before, after sex, after a sweaty day at the gym, if you didn't shower. So I just love that. Okay. So I wanted to 
again tell you about my 20% off code, not skinny, and you can go over to woomoreplay.com slash discount slash not skinny for 20% off, or you could just use the code not skinny at checkout for 20% off at woomoreplay.com to start spicing it up. Again, that's 20% off. So you either uh, check out with the code not skinny, or you go to woomoreplay.com slash discount slash not skinny and check out their love oil check out their freshies which are my favorite and just check out all their products actually and you'll keep coming back for more so who am i gonna believe i'm gonna believe Teresa, you know who's known me for five minutes what's so crazy about that is that when she was at the party like i said i loved seeing that nobody nobody was like oh, like, let me hear this or, you know, everyone seemed to be on your side with it. Not even the the girls that are closer to her, you know, were instigating. So I really like to see women on the show stick up for you and not get in that, even though it is a reality show, not get in that nitty gritty. Yeah, I did appreciate that. And I loved it. And to be honest with you, I did speak to all of them in the time period between it really was only a week between like the party and like the second part. Like, mm. and I, I needed a minute, like give me a freaking minute to like process it. But I did speak to all of them privately, like off camera and everyone was very, very supportive. So that's how I knew that like, if I brought everyone back together, it would, it would be mission accomplished. No. And I actually found it so funny. I know you were saying that it might've been like a little bit edited or things weren't shown exactly um, at the second party. A, I was so jealous because you guys got to like be outside and it was have beautiful. drinks. And I was like, yeah. summer, like drinks, you know, it just yeah. looked so fun. Um, but mm. but you're, you making fun of it actually cracked me up when you were like. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then right after that, like after that speech, like we went home, we were in a great mood. We decided to like put it to bed, like we're done. So whoever keeps talking about it, it's not me. Like, I want this rumor done. Like, yeah. it keeps going. It's not on me. Like, this is not my storyline. Yeah. So, again, like I said, and I'll just say it, a lot of times, you know, on reality shows, storylines, you know, people want to have stories. So yeah. things just get kind of, and and you know what? It's not your problem that someone else chose to have that be their storyline. You know what I mean? Because it's... yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to talk about the coming scenes for next week, which, like you alluded to, had the part of Joe, um, Margaret's husband, saying at the boys' night uh, that he heard it too, which I'm sure we're going to get clarity on that. So it does keep mm-hmm. going. Does this keep going like the whole season or is it going to end no. soon? <laughs> no, it does eventually end. It does eventually end. And, uh, I mean, thank goodness, because I don't think I could do a whole season of this. But yeah, next week is very ugly. I haven't seen the episode yet, but I mean, I was there. Yeah, It is ugly. And it's a shame because I went into that night with such like uh, in such a good headspace, you know, but you guys will just have I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But, you know, it is a dramatic night, jo- not just for me. There's other things that go on that night, too. But me and Teresa do come face to face. Do you have anything else to tell us in terms of what? other exciting things that are going to happen this season that we can look forward to? Yeah. I mean, I think the second half of the season is just an entirely different monster than the first half of the season. Monster. And yeah, I mean, the second half of the season for me is so much better and so much lighter. 
And I think that, um, yeah, it's, it's more fun. The second half of the season is much more fun. I'm super excited. New Jersey is one of my favorite franchises because I am cl- live close by. Like, I feel like people like watching. Yeah. Do you feel like, do you watch any of the other franchises on Bravo? I do. I watch OC, Dallas, Potomac. I watch everything except Atlanta. And the only reason I don't watch Atlanta is because by the time I wanted to watch Atlanta, I felt like I'd be so out of the loop. There was such a history and like, I just never felt like I could really catch up in a meaningful way. So I just never started. And New York, do you watch? Yes, I watch New York, OC, Beverly Hills, oh my God. Dallas, Potomac, Salt Lake City. Oh, you started Salt Lake it. City too. Oh my God. Yeah, I loved it. I, it's They're so good, but you really, for me, I'm the kind of binger that like, I have to start from the beginning. Like I can't just jump in, you know, season five. A few of them I did jump in. Potomac and OC, I jumped, you jumped in. in. The rest I watched. Yeah, the rest I watched from the beginning. So if you would see yourself in one of the other franchises, like which one would be your number one if you had to If you had to pick? I like New York. I mean, I was born True. in New York. I was born in Brooklyn. I grew up in New York City. Um, I lived in the city. I went to law school there. I was practicing there. Um, so I, I feel very connected to New York City. So I definitely think that. And who do you think you would like vibe with? I love Leah. I think oh, I would true, vibe true, with Leah. True, yeah. I don't know. I, I get along great with Luann. Um, who else is on New York right now? Ramona. Um, Sonja. I, I, Ramona seems nice. <laughs> yeah, Sonja seems very nice. I'm sure I'd get along with all of them. I'm actually very easy to get along with. I, I mean, some people think I'm an easy target because I don't get all hot and bothered. Mm. So they'll come for me. But... You know, I'm actually like a fun, friendly girl. So I get along with anyone. I know that about you. Do you? Okay. So I saw on Instagram that you commented. There was like some, there were rumors going on that there's going to be a cast shake up. I don't know. Yeah. One of the like casting people posted that they're looking for like rich, uh, vibrant, affluent. Which they are. Yeah. They look every season. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So, but then, yeah. but then kind of rumors started going around that. I think Dolores and you would be f- fired. Mm-hmm. Melissa would be demoted to friend. Yeah. But just reading mm-hmm. it, I was like, how would they even do that? No, that's the thing about rumors is like, it's talk is so cheap, you know? And like the, the, the truth is that nobody on the cast or nobody in the outside world, nobody knows. Nobody knows this stuff. Things get planted strategically by other people, you know? So I try to pay that stuff no mind, but it is silly and it is funny. And, you know, it's harder to cast these shows than people think. You have to have like a lot more than just be like a well-dressed, like, you know, pretty girl. Not, not that I'm saying that about me, but like, you have to be more than that. There has to be a lot more. Your whole family has to want to do it in Jersey. You have to have a cute family. You have to have a cute story. You have to have stuff going on. So I think it's harder than people think, but like, yeah, I mean, I don't, as far as I know, there's no shakeups going on, but you know, also I don't know that stuff, yeah. but um, as far as I've been told, I'm like ready for next season filming to start. So, and to me, it seemed, and I feel like a lot of people would agree that Michelle, the realtor looked like she mm-hmm. was auditioning. <laughs> like, She, you know, I was surprised by how little she's actually on camera because she did film a fair amount. But, you know, I will say about Michelle, I actually really got to like her. Oh. I didn't know her super well, but she she was actually, she's a strong businesswoman. And, you know, like she, she came in with a lot of drama. So I don't know 
you know, what, what happened, what ended up happening with her, but, um, she's actually a really smart, strong businesswoman, but yeah, I think she started off really, really wanting to be on the show. I'm not sure what happened along the way. Yeah. It looks like that just because, and another part of this to me, which annoyed me yesterday. And like I said, I missed you on, 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 uh, on the last episode was like this drawn out drama of her husband owing Joe Gorga money. I personally don't care. Do you know what I mean? It was one of those like watching it. I was like, first of all, tens of thousands of dollars is such a like vague number. And also for like a speaking engagement when you're doing 50 50. And then also like, who cares? It kind of felt like (laughs) a reaching situation of confrontation upon confrontation about this thing. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. The only thing that I took from it, though, was that you know, Joe went into a conversation with another man and he said to him, listen, you tarnished my name, clear my name. And he said, you know what, man, it was a misunderstanding. Mm. And like in two seconds, men squash it in two (laughs) seconds. Like, why do I have to go two months when they squash it in two seconds? And like, it's understandable. He said to him, hey man, like I have a business reputation. You're ruining my reputation take it back. And he was like, you know what? You're right. Take it back. Misunderstanding. And like, why is it okay for Joe to want that? And not for me. Like everyone's like, Jackie needs to let it go. And like, but why is it okay for a man to want it, but not for me to want it? Oh my God, Jackie, I didn't even connect those dots. That's such a, like, that's such a parallel, perfect parallel. Like legit dudes, dude, just stop saying that. Okay, dude. Clear my okay. Hug. Want a drink? <laughs> right. Yes. Men are so much better. I don't know why women are vicious to each other. I actually hate it. I, hate I that wish. Women do I that wish. I mean, other. I know the whole world. We all wish, like you know, women supporting women. Isn't that the line that we aspire mm-hmm. that would be true? But yeah, you're right. It was such a situation that you know the women were catty about it, or in your situation, and then the the guys cleared it in two seconds. But again, I yep. for me personally, just in recapping uh, last week's episode, I I was like, I don't care about that. But I was like, obviously Michelle might be yeah. coming back next season with her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, going through this, Jackie, like you're sensitive. You said it yourself, which is such a weird thing. Like, who isn't sensitive? Who's like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like. I think everybody is sensitive. It's just some people, it's so like they just want to do anything they can to be front and center and look tough and like make sure they stay on the show and anything that could get them criticized, they don't want to do. But for me, I sort of feel like, well, I love this show and I know that Bravo loves me. And when I stop being who I really am and I pretend that I'm not sensitive, pretend things don't hurt me, if they don't like that, they'll let me know. And like, that'll be it. But so far, Bravo, I know that Bravo is happy with me and I know they love me. So why should I stop being myself? I'm not going to no, stop 100%. being sensitive because I am sensitive, you know? So obviously I don't agree at all that, you know, a lot of the women were saying she, you know, she would, don't you want to be told? Don't you want someone, to, which was such a laughable thing, because obviously that wasn't the intention behind spreading the rumor well, it wasn't to like let you know of course but let's say in some wild parallel universe it was out of caring for you and wanting if she came to you and was like hey but filmed and everything and was like jackie i heard yes. this came to me one-on-one yes how would you feel about that i mean i still probably wouldn't have liked it that that's her storyline but we would have had a conversation the problem is that she just wanted to 
to make this a big, huge thing, which is why when we sat down, my intention in going to Margaret's house was I called Margaret and I said, let's let, let me talk this out with Teresa before we go to Lake George. I never had any, any intention of skipping Lake George. It was only after being called to see you next Tuesday 20 times that I was like, you know what? Too toxic, not doing it. But, you know, my intention was like to sit down woman to woman. We could have had a hell of an episode, a great little back and forth, and then been like, you know what? You know, if you don't have a receipt, don't come to me. You, you know, don't put this out there. And she could have been like, all right. And I could have been like, but thanks for your concern. And it would have been done, right. you know, but that that's not what she wanted from the get go. She wanted to start a war. She wanted to embarrass me, embarrass my family. And it's fine. That's why it didn't end on the couch. You know, I do want to ask because I know, you know, you struggled with some eating disorders in the past. You were so open about that. I know you helped so many girls. And also during quarantine, you were doing these really cute like it, right. Oh, the morning messages. Yeah, like you're such a positive yes. penny and you spread so much light. So but I watching reality TV can't stop thinking about how much like I would be affected like mentally. And, you know, like how do you stay? How do you make sure your mental health is like good going through all this and even just right. being on reality TV and watching yourself? Well, first is. When I'm filming, I do not put myself in the most toxic of situations. So I'm not afraid to tell the producers, like, I don't feel comfortable with this and I don't want to do it. And that's, you know, like, I'm okay with that because I love the show. Like I said, I'm not like living in fear of, of being let go one day. So I feel like I can do that, you know, and I know that they love me. So I feel like I can do that. The second is, and I talk to Melissa and Margaret all the time and they give me such good advice. And they're like, you know what? You have to separate it. You have to separate the show from your actual daily life. And I, I keep that in my head and they've gotten very good at doing that. And I just have to remember like here in my town where I live, I have a group of girlfriends who are like my heart and soul. Like I love them. I have four healthy, beautiful children. I have a beautiful marriage. I have both my parents who I have wonderful relationships with. So like I have such a full and wonderful life and I'm writing my first book. And like, I really have such a full and wonderful life. And I have to remember that like to, to 99% of the world, I'm just a character on a, a show and they don't really know me. So I try to separate it. I mean, it does get to me sometimes, but you know, I try to remember that, you know, more people are on my side than are not on my side. So it's hard. I won't lie. It is hard sometimes, but I really do have a full, beautiful life. So I try to just keep that top of mind. And a support system, like you said, your parents and yeah. your whole family. So your book, that's so exciting. What is it? Yeah. What, what's happening? So right now we're just in the proposal phase. So I love, you know that I'm a writer and like, I love writing. So for me, the opportunity to write my book, write my own book, I don't know that there's ever been a housewife book that has actually been written by the person, you know, and that's not, listen, if I was building a house, I wouldn't be building it myself. I don't know how to do other stuff, but I know how to write. So for me, I'm just very excited. I love doing this. So the process that the right now I'm, my agent and I are just perfecting the proposal before we get the book deal. So is it going to be a memoir? I don't want to give anything away, but I do have another book after that, that I'm already planning that is going to be just like amazing. And that's with somebody else, but we can't talk about that yet. But this book right now, 
memoir-ish, but it's not only memoir. And you're doing it all by yourself? Like no collaborator on that? No, no help? No, on the first one? No, no. I mean, I, I love writing. I wouldn't want anybody else to tell my story. It is so wild because we saw on the episode, Margaret was working on her book and I loved being able to see kind of her working with the, with the ghostwriter yes, collaborator. Yes, also, I yes. love that she was so open about it because like you said, if it's not what you do, that doesn't mean it won't be in Margaret's voice. That doesn't mean it won't be her stories. But right, I loved, for sure. Yeah. But I loved seeing it because I've heard also that it's so therapeutic, you know, to tell your story if you're writing mm -hmm. it, but also if you're saying we saw Margaret crying, but it is a lot of work, like writing a book. Mm -hmm. It's a ton of work, but I tend to write fast. So I feel like it's, it's, I can't wait until we have the proposal done so that I can really start like cranking it out. I'm excited. I'm really excited about it. Yay. I'm so excited too. And I loved your summer throwback you posted today, you and Melissa and all the family. Oh the my kids. goodness. So that was from like the conversation that I had with Melissa last night where you see me for like two seconds and I tell her like, I'm not going to go. Yeah. Um, was that pool party. We had like all the kids together and our kids love each other. And Melissa and I are such good friends. And uh, we just had like a great time that day. So we like, we called each other yesterday and we we're like, oh my God, I can't believe they didn't put in our pool party because we both looked so cute and we had the best time and the kids were all over each other. And so we were like, let's just post the picture today. I got jealous for a second. I was like, where are they? They're in warm no, weather. <laughs> no, no, no. Please, I wish I want to go away so badly. Like the week after my kid's bar mitzvah is yeah. um, their spring break. But if we go away, the kids have to quarantine for two weeks. So we can't. It's so hard. I really hope I we're know. nearing the end of this. Did you happen to see, I don't know what your status is on social media with Teresa, but people were DMing me that she would like put up something pretty cryptic, like, as if she was getting secretly married or something on the beach. No, <laughs> we we blocked each other. I don't know if she blocked me, but I had blocked her after that huge fight. Mm. And we just never unblocked. So I don't follow her. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. listen, whatever doesn't. How does she say Marie Kondo? Whatever doesn't spark joy. You don't you don't do it. Uh, now I have to look because I'm super nosy. You know the word Yenta? <laughs> I am the supreme Yenta. I'll screenshot it to you and send you. <laughs> Yes, please. <laughs> so Jackie, I'm so excited to see the rest of the season, especially you're saying that it gets even wilder. But it also gets, gets so good much for you. more fun. Yes, oh. yes. Oh, yes. yay, yay, yay. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to see more of you. You know I love you. Everyone go follow Jackie Goldschneider. And uh, thank you for coming on, Jackie. Thank you for having me. I love you. I love your stories. Kiss Noah for me. I will. A big slobbery one. <laughs> yes. All right. Bye. Thank Bye, you. Bye, babe. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday.